Monday to you. Yeah, it just numbs the bridge. Sun is out. It's above 80 degrees. Kind of hard to uh, not smile. Hopefully, you're doing exactly what you want to be doing at this exact moment in time right now. And if you're not, hopefully, you're headed towards doing exactly. I know for me personally, I am going towards exactly what I want to be doing, and that's spending time with my wife and kids. And every single day, I try to figure out ways to spend more time with them and less time doing all the other shit that I just don't want to do. It's always a balancing act, and I think that throughout history, we've been told, or at least throughout my life, you know, people have been told that it's one or the other. You're either going to be great at work, or you're going to be a great father, or you're going to be great at work, or you're going to be a great husband, and that you can't, you can't be all things to everybody. And while I agree you can't be all things to everybody, I think you can be great at work, and you can be a great father and husband simultaneously. But I do not believe that in order to be great in one area, you have to be subpar or mediocre in other areas. That may be the case in most situations, but I don't think that that is absolute law. And God you know, created us, decided, all right, this is how it's going to be. If you're, if you're going to be a, a phenomenal businessman, then you have to be a piece of shit father. Now, it's kind of ironic, comically ironic, that so many great businessmen out there are pieces of shit as fathers and even bigger pieces of shit as husbands. But I do not think that they have to coexist. I think they are mutually exclusive, uh, and I think it's up to strong men and strong women out there to prove that it's not the one. And the only way that's going to happen is by doing it. Right? It's not going to happen by reading about it. It's not going to happen by wishing it. It's going to happen by doing it and making it so. I know I've talked about a lot of really strong people that I you know, have the, the privilege of knowing in life. And I think that there are more strong men and women out there than we could possibly imagine. I was having a conversation at my son's baseball game the other day with a, another like-minded individual really smart individual. 
individual that has a whole other lens and outlook on things and perspective on things that I haven't even started to try to comprehend. Really, really smart guy, but a really down-to-earth guy. And one of the things that we were talking about is just the, you know, again, furthering the importance of strong leaders and, you know, things really on a trajectory and path to mass friction. Uh, you know, you can, you can take from what you want, what that mass friction means, but shit is basically going to hit the fan. And I think the time to take a stand is here, has been here for a while, and I think it's going to continue to evolve and get stronger and bigger. And just like the old snowball effect, I think that the whole strength in numbers thing is really going to start to to come together, right? All for good, right? I mean, I think there's always a battle of good versus evil. It's been going on for eternity. The devil has been after your soul from the very beginning of time. And God has been fighting you know, for the goodness and the love of your soul for all eternity. One of the things I, I saw today, and I actually put it out on, uh, on the old Instagram, because you know I love social media so much, but it was it was relevant. And I'm going to paraphrase here, but something I saw uh, initially on LinkedIn and stole that shit and put it on Instagram. The two worlds do intersect. Uh, one of the, the, the main driving message was that happiness starts with you. Right? The individual. Happiness does not start with your relationships. Happiness does not start with your work. It does not start with your friends or your family or your money or your home. Happiness starts with you. And I think when you fill your heart with happiness, right, you make that conscious decision to say, hey, you know what? No matter what gets thrown at me, I'm going to be happy. Right, I'm going to embrace the suck. I'm going to be happy no matter what. Punch me in the face, I'm still going to be happy. You can you know, fuck with me at work, I'm still going to be happy. Right, you can sit me in traffic, I'm still going to be happy. There's nothing that you can do that's going to make me unhappy or break my happiness. But I think that people who are able, right, people who are mentally and emotionally able to do that, to always find a reason to celebrate, always find a reason to be happy, those are the people at the end of days that can say, I led and lived a fulfilling life. And it's always ironic that we get to the end of our lives and we start to realize that. It's like the beginning of life. You know, if you think of children, they're just happy naturally happy creatures until they meet enough adults or older children that convince them that they need to be unhappy or they need to be miserable about certain aspects of life. And then when we get older, it's the same thing. We almost turn into children. Right? We come into the world completely dependent on others and we leave the world dependent on others. And I think it's kind of interesting because what the hell's wrong with all of us in the middle? Right? The majority of our life is spent as free thinking, free living, you know, contributing adults. And whether it's 
60 years, 70 years, or even 40 years, or only 30 years. Maybe you live a short life. The, the bulk of your life is in that world. And for some reason, we, as parents, as grown-ups, we extinguish the flame of the kids, the excitement. We rob them of that. We deprive them of that innocence. We deprive them of, them, of the, the simple things. Getting dirty. Right? Kids get dirty, go wash your hands, stop playing in the dirt. Right? Kids want to explore stuff, or kids want to eat something that may not taste good to them. Maybe it'll be spicy. Oh, don't eat that, it's spicy. Oh, don't touch that, it's hot. Instead of just letting them embrace it, let them learn. Let them learn for themselves. And then, those same people, right? Us, me, at the age I'm at now, 43. We tell old people, oh, man, will you just shut up, mom? Will you shut up, dad? Will you pay attention? You lost this, you lost that. Stop acting like a kid. Right? We, we look down on people that act immature or quote-unquote immature. Now, granted, there are different levels of immaturity. Don't get me wrong. There are some people that need to just grow up. I, I admit that wholeheartedly. But there's something to be said for the people that... Can relate to children, you know, can get them laughing. They're they're not afraid of being judged, right? The people, the parents, you know, the dads that aren't afraid to make a fool of themselves in front of other people. There's something to be said for that. That is an attribute that we should all strive to achieve. Right? We don't, it's free from judgment. Right again, it, it kind of plays into the, the shirt that I had a buddy make for me, somebody's wife made for me. You know, the unfuck with the bullshit. Right? There's there's not an arrogance or ego to that shirt. What it is is basically I what you see is what you get. I'm me. And if you don't like me, that's okay. You're entitled to that. But I'm not gonna change who I am as a result. Right? And again, there's a difference between being true to you and being true to who you are and being an asshole. I'm not saying be an asshole. I'm not saying walk through life being mean and unkind to other people. What I'm saying is, as long as you're being kind and you're not hurting anybody or bothering anybody, do what makes you happy. Be you. Now, there's another caveat. There's another caveat to that. And I would say... If there's things that you are doing that are harmful to yourself or harmful to other people, stop doing it. Right? If there are vices that are bad for you, if you're eating unhealthy or you're drinking too much or you smoke cigarettes, right? You use tobacco products. In my opinion, you only have a certain amount of time on this earth. And again, back to doing what you want to be doing. If, if the most valuable thing to you in your life is your family, it's spending time with loved ones, then don't waste that time, one, doing something that you're miserable at, right? A job. Maybe your friends are just, they're just miserable people. Maybe, you know, maybe your family is just miserable. Maybe your, your parents are miserable. Your, your, your mother, your father, I don't, I don't know. But maybe they make you miserable. If they do, cut them off. We've talked about it many, many times. But in addition to that, 
when you find yourself in a situation where you can, let's just say, I don't know, with cigarettes, with drinking, whatever it is, let's say cigars, whatever it is, if it's something that may take away, call it an hour of your life. Most people say, ah, it's just an hour. Who cares? What's an hour? Well, an hour of your life to somebody who's laying on their deathbed who only has hours to live, an hour is an eternity. An hour to live when your children have to sit there and watch you die of cancer, watch you die of a heart disease, watch you die of all these other illnesses that were 100% controllable by you. And now they're dealing with the emotional toll of it. Shame on you. That is a horrible way to live, right? If, if I knew that there was something that I could do that would grant me an you know, exponential amount of time more with my wife or my children, then I will do it. If I know that the opposite is true, then I, I will stop doing it. Right? Again, I do believe that anything is okay in moderation, but what is moderation? What level is moderation? Right? If you know that you are not a person, again, we talked about this before, I believe that people are generally addictive personalities and non-addictive personalities. If you are somebody that is prone to an addictive personality, don't start a bad habit in the first place. And damn sure don't go back to it when you're older. Don't do it because you already know that you're prone to that weakness. You're prone to that, you know, that, that devilish side. And once it gets its kind of hooks into you, you're going to have a really hard time shaking it loose. Just think about that stuff, right? Think about others, right? We talk about serving others all the time on this podcast. And I think when you think in terms of being the best version of yourself, what does that mean? Right. Being the best version of yourself is being the healthiest version of yourself. Right. It's it's looking the best, physically looking the best, mentally, emotionally being the best, knowing the best. Right. Treating your brain the best. It's taking care of yourself. Right. Take care of yourself the way you want your children to take care of themselves. Right. What advice would you give to your children if they wanted to start smoking or they wanted to start shooting up heroin? Right. What would you what would you tell them? I guarantee you it would be different advice than, we, than you would give yourself. And I guess my question is the rhetorical question, why is that? Why do we seem to give better advice to others than what we give to ourselves or we expect of ourselves? Right? It's very easy. Hell, it's easy for me to give advice to other people. It's not always easy for me to follow my own damn advice. You can ask my kids, you can ask my wife that. Ask anybody who knows me well. I think I'm pretty good at giving advice. I think I'm pretty good at reading people and reading situations and reading scenarios. What I'm not as good at is listening to my own advice, my own warning signs. And I think that's something that we all have to get better at. Right? Ego probably plays a, a role in that. I think insecurity plays a role in that too. But at the end of the day, you owe it to yourself. And if not to yourself, you owe it to those that love you and those that you love to take care of yourself, to be the best version of yourself. 
If you're in a toxic job, you owe it to your family to get out of that toxic job. Fix the problem, right? Provide a solution. Don't sit there and expect someone else to come and, and help you. Don't don't expect someone else to fix this scenario for you. Because when you do, that's when you get yourself in trouble. Now, bear with me, guys. I'm uh, getting some gas, so I'll tell you this is this is real time at all times. But at the end of the day, I think it's critically important. Be the best person for yourself. Take care of yourself at all costs. By the way, uh, just a, a quick advertisement from uh, the Republican uh, National Committee of the RNC. I'm looking at gas at Costco. It is four dollars and six cents. And just for the record, uh, Joe Biden did that. Okay. So for anybody who's confused as to which way you should vote, whatever way people vote in favor of Joe Biden, you vote the other way. Okay. Just just put it out there. You're all free thinkers. Free to think for yourselves, but if you're not smart enough to do basic fucking math, I just did it for you. Four dollars and six cents a gallon for gas at Costco is absolutely fucking insane. But anyways, uh, back to focusing on being the best version of yourself. Make it happen, right? Put the onus on yourself to be the best version of yourself because happiness starts from within. The battle will always be the six inches between your ears, right? And for those of you with bigger heads, maybe you have eight inches between your ears, maybe you have 10 inches between your ears, I don't know. Just put a little more attention to it, right? Especially you uh, you big-brained overthinkers, right? Simplify, dumb it down. You are the most important person in your life because if you do not take the utmost care of yourself, nothing else matters, right? If you can't provide for your family because you're physically unwell, if you're not physically here to hug your family and tell your children and your wife that you love them, then you have failed. You have failed. Your obligation is survival. Your obligation is to take care of other people. When you get to a point, right, you're an old man, and you can't do that anymore, that's a different scenario. But take care of yourself, then take care of other people. Always be strong. Always stay strong, and always do the right thing. Guys, thank you so much for the support. We're going to cut you loose here. And as always, we appreciate everything that you do. Thank you so much. And we will uh, be in touch soon. We appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much. Know you're clinging to the light of day To tell you everything's a-okay And medication don't
It just numbs the brain.